Welcome to Pagura Podcast. I am Helena. Many of us are trying to figure out our office situation these days. Therefore, this month we are discussing what a hybrid office model could look like. While scrolling on LinkedIn, I came across a video produced by the Communication and Marketing Department of KPMG Norway. Not only did it make me laugh, which is why I will link it in the description so that you can watch it too, but the video also addressed just this topic. How is it to be back in the office? And what should our workplace look like in the future? So in this episode, I am talking with Henrik Harkestad Lervold, the head of clients, markets and communication at KPMG Norway, whose team produced the video. We discuss KPMG's current office model, but also what the future will look like. Because KPMG is leaving the KPMG Tower in Oslo. Henrik shares why the time of cell offices is over and what benefits work zones and shared offices with other companies could offer. Well, thank you for uh, inviting me to this podcast. Um, yeah. Just to, to touch on that, uh, back to the office video that we produced in-house. It has been hugely successful in terms of uh, sharing and uh, engagement and a friend of mine from my studies back in Australia said well, you know what this is going viral in Australia it's going viral in the United States so it's just amazing because I think it touches on in a humoristic way how people have felt it staying home uh, having home office uh, which has been a really a struggle for many people And of course, we are fortunate to be able to look back on Corona and we can look back on our budget and income and see that the economy in this company is, is super strong and better than before. But having said that, it's it's a lot of, you know, restaurants, concerts, a lot of industries that have been really hit hard by Corona. I just wanted to say that in terms of coming back to the office, we have a lot of new students coming into the company every year. This year was 180 people and some of those, you know, fresh from school, they don't have these big apartments or houses where they can, you know, space out. Yeah. Here is my bed and there is my office desk. So it's really crammed and really, yeah, you know, it's just been a struggle, even though I'm super proud of the people and their efforts and initiatives and everything. Now we're back uh, and we have opened up 100%. Because the situation is under control and of course we're doing all those distancing that we need to do and you know washing and but we have said to all the people that you know we are aiming at a hybrid version which means that I would say as a, as a rule of thumb that people will stay at home like one or two days a week uh, because yeah. that is really good for concentration for being effective and all those things and but we need to, to have people back in the office in terms of creating Uh, you know the culture that we lacked so much and the socializing that we lacked so much during corona and of course it's super important especially for a unit like me uh, clients markets communication where we need that spark of creativity which is super hard to find in teams and zoom yeah. and all those platforms so we are doing what a lot of our customers say we have found out that <laughs> digital meetings is actually quite effective and that staying at home is not like hiding away And that is important because I tell my people that if you don't want to go to the cottage in the mountains on a Friday and you can work from there and during the lunchtime you go for cross-country skiing or jogging, that's super fine, you know, because we have proved to ourselves now that we can be as equally effective as we were when we we're all in the office all the time. I found it interesting that you were saying some things can be done very well online and mm. then 
maybe as I understood it from your answer, yeah. there's some things that are better in person. So do you split um, your by task how you how people are coming into the office, or is it more um, that they themselves decide which days they come in? <clears throat> That's a good question. We haven't like defined what kind of tasks that should be done in the office and what kind of tasks that should be done at home. I think we have a very one of the biggest capitals in Norway in the Nordic region, uh, except from oil and the industry, is actually the the, uh, the trust, because we trust people, and I trust people enough to allow them to make their own judgments in terms of what they should do at home and what they should do at, in the office. In my unit, just to use that as an example, what I have told my people in my leader group is that we should meet up physically at some time spots, time slots during the week, and other activities you can do that at, at home. We are in a special situation right now because people are getting back to the office. So we are like more or less fully back to normal because they have left those socializing, coffee talks, all those important things that really builds culture. So uh, I think just to sum it up in a really tablet way, I think Corona has showed us that we can be super effective, even more effective than usual during using Teams Zooms, but it has also shown the extreme power of socializing, that we are individual, we are human beings that needs to see colleagues uh, and needs to interact with them physically. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I was thinking, uh, coming here, of course, Mm. to the KPMG Tower and then also knowing that it is um, a really well-known building in the city, how has your perspective on the KPMG Tower as an office also changed? That's a good question. We are fortunate now to have, as you say, the KPMG building. Uh, I had four marvelous years in PwC where we had the PwC building in Barcode and then we changed and then, then it became another name. So it really has a, I think it has a brand value because we are recruiting from the same pool of talents and all that is quite different from, from the rest. I think that adds to what people draws to. And, and of course, having this KPMB building at Majustra, which is quite big, you know, I think it's an important thing. And you don't see the company leaving the tower soon. We are actually leaving, which might be a rumors in town that we have a 10-year contract going out now. So we are in, yeah. in, the, in the midst of a process of finding a new headquarters. Because even this is like a signal building. Yeah. It's a brand-defining building. It is an old building. So in terms of... Um, sustainability and energy efficiency and things like that, it's not really up to the standards that we need to have. So uh, that combined with the fact that the the rental is out, we need to move in a couple of years. So we are looking at some different alternatives. It's very interesting that you're saying that because yeah. when I was writing an editorial for this yeah. month about yeah. the hybrid office, um, yeah. I was looking at companies where, or this could be a mm. future vision, so mm. to speak, for companies mm. like KPMG to maybe not have a headquarters anymore, mm. but divide spaces mm. uh, and dedicate them to tasks, yeah. meaning that there could be um, one company called it there being a mm. hub, mm. there where mm. most likely like the headquarters uh, mm. you also welcome clients yeah. and uh, it's kind of more of a representative mm. building. Then you might have the satellite office mm. that's more in the neighborhood where yep. a couple of employees live. And mm. so the ones that locally live together maybe also work together. Yep. And then there being home office as the third hybrid option. Mm. And I was wondering, what do you think about that kind of uh, dedicating a space to a task like this? Do you think something like this could work for KPMG? 
Yeah, I think it could. And as we're not moving tomorrow, we're going to use the next couple of years to see how that new reality, new normal will be, how we can actually combine different tasks, different offices, different spaces uh, in terms of both being super efficient, creating value for our customer and as well as um, not undermining, but, you know, nourishing that culture that we, we want to be. But I think also that having this single building, as you said, as a hub for people to gather in, to meet up, to have, uh, you know, have socializing, a couple of beers on the Friday, whatever it's going to be, is super important. The most specific difference from when I actually started here uh, a year ago, where we started that new headquarters project, to where we are now, that we see that our need for square meter has increased quite dramatically because we see that we don't need that much space as we once did. That's one of the things because people are going to spend more time in, in the home office. And secondly, we, we see that the way we are designing that new headquarters, even though we haven't, you know, we're not that specific yet, but we're, you know, aiming at that, is that we need more space to socialize, you know, those coffee areas, those socializing areas, that those experience center areas. So the old way of having that cell office thing is, we're not, totally not going to do that. There's probably going to be different zones, you know, because people need the, that microculture that you create during the same unit. If you work in cyber, you need to see the other cyber people. And even though that's a part of the advisory unit, um, it's different. I really think that having those experience center spaces where you can co-create, you know, uh, maker space things that a lot of people are doing now, it's going to be important, you know. Draw your clients into the office and, you know, how can we solve this problem together? And you have the dashboards and the whiteboard. And that's going to be uh, important. I think what we're going to discuss in two years is very different what we're discussing right now. And one example of that is, of course, what happened to Telenor, where the CEO, Sigve Brecke, just a couple of months into COVID said, we're not going to have office anymore. People weren't going to work from home. Which, in my opinion, was a quite strange uh, message to send out because further down the line, people said, no, of course you're going to have office. It's so important, as you said, for being that hub, for socializing, for all those things. Because that is actually, in my opinion, the DNA in why you should work for a company. Because if you don't feel that commitment, that belonging to a company, which you can only create in physical meetings, in my opinion, mm. then the, what is the company then? Then it's just a logo on your team and Zoom. But maybe they're also renting spaces then that they need temporarily. And um, yeah. maybe it is not deciding on one building, but yeah. I mean, they have to come together at some point. <laughs> I think it's going to be a combination of that. One example, we just uh, signed this partnership with Rebel, which is mm. down at St. Olaf's Place. You've probably been there, which is going to be the tech 2.0 like the, the epicenter of technology in, in Oslo maybe Norway and we have a, we have some spaces there and that kind of alliances and partnerships where you meet up other places than just in your headquarters that's going I think that's going to expand more so the physical space you need for your headquarters is probably or most definitely going to increase in size I think uh, and of course that whole co-working space that that industry, so to speak, it, I think it's going to be more and more of it. It's going to be a combination of all those, you know, individuals doing their own business, uh, creative uh, work, and 
also that companies see that, you know, why should we be alone in a building like this? Why can't mm. we invite in other alliances and partnerships? That That is, I think it's going to be in development. So Mars is definitely going to do that when we move. Yeah, because of course, if you see other businesses also, you get ideas for yeah. partnerships. Yeah. It's the whole idea of exactly. co- co- co-creation. Yeah. So, yes. My last question, of course, would have been on the future of yeah. where you see KPMG's employees or employees in general working in the future. That can also be very... Um, very sci-fi if you feel like, wow, this would be something well, 50 years from now. <laughs> I don't know how much sci-fi I'm able to be, but uh, what I think should be one of the consequences by COVID is that we should hire employees from broad geographical area. Yeah. Because it used to be like that if you wanted to work for KPMG in Oslo, you had to, to live in Oslo. Mm-hmm. You don't need that anymore. And that's not a counter argument to what I've just said. I think it's still important to meet up and to nourish culture and all of the things. But if you have a very specific skill that we need, or you can as equally sit in a team, in a team's broadcast and be a valuable team player for us and for the clients, that might be that, well, I'm actually living in Tromsø, but I'm working for a project in Oslo. I think that's going to be more and more development. Because people have also seen that living in Oslo, firstly, it's super expensive. Secondly, it's a lot of hassle, you know, coming to and from commute to your offices. Why don't you just move out of the city? The real estate prices are lower, maybe better with life quality, and it can as equally work for your colleagues in Oslo. So I think we should uh, see a development more and more in terms of we are hiring people from all around Norway, doesn't matter if you live in Tromsø, you can as equally work in, in Oslo. Yeah. Which is really a Norwegian thing because in the United States, people are much more acquainted when you're moving around. You know, I live in LA, but I work in New York, those kind of things. You rarely see them in, in Norway. We are very stationary in a way, I would say. It's like, well, I live in Oslo, I work in Oslo. It's even going to her on the Fossil Moss is like, no, 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 out of the question. So maybe the mobility is. It might increase and it actually might decrease because people can, you know, sit at home and be a valuable player from from teams. But a counter argument to what I just said is, of course, the whole urbanization, Mm. uh, big development that's happening in the world. And I don't actually think it's going to stop by Corona, no, because I think people see the benefits of seeing other people. As you just mentioned yourself, that co-creation, that engine that actually ends up by one plus one is not two, it's going to be three or four. And then I think it's... of paramount importance that you meet other people. I don't have those numbers under my skin, but I think from what I have gathered of information that if you look at productivity numbers, mm-hmm. the cities, they are really the engines of productivity in, in countries and, and regions. And I don't think this is the end of urbanization. I don't think this is the end no. of cities. <laughs> Thank you very much.